PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello everyone and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. I'm your host Chili as we talk about news reviews and all that good stuff over on PSU.com. Go check out PSU.com right now. Go on, do it. Do it. Check it out. Okay. But joining me this week is just Gary. Hey Gary. It's just Gary. Hello. <laughs> oh. Alfonso knows that he has to host next week, right? Because we're both going to be busy. Our words are hard. Words are hard <laughs> when you got wind at the same time. Um he knows that he's going to be hosting next week because was, both of us are going to be too busy with rebirth, right? Probably. Yeah. Oh, I ca- I can't wait. I bet I bet Didn't Tim has been fast. teasing you this entire time behind the scenes. No, no, no. He oh, hasn't. Good Tim. Good Tim. <laughs> oh. The only thing also, we... is he kind Sorry. of he 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 kind of confirmed. Uh, what I had suspected was going to be a thing in the game. Um, and he knew that I was going to be very upset if it was going to be a thing. Uh, so he kind of made me upset earlier. <laughs> so so I uh, wouldn't be upset was, when, when it actually happened. Was it Zach turned up and twerked all over Cloud? Was that what um, happened? That would actually make me happy if that's what traumatized him and made him believe he was Zach. <laughs> was it wasn't anything else that happened in the story it was just zag working in front of him this is the true ending to to crisis core <laughs> <laughs> play rebirth to unlock the true ending he, to he, crisis core <laughs> he, he dubbed it his special squats <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, not not long now. Uh, yeah, just four more days. By the way, also a big shout out to Square Enix for providing Moogle around the code to, for streaming it. Um, it's well, oh, I say congratulations. that. Hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> they've said that we should get one, so hopefully we will. So big shout out to them. And if we don't get one, that's fine. But still, big shout out to them. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be we'll be a sponsored stream by them on Moogle Around. So thank you so much, Square Enix. Yes. I haven't told anyone until now because I didn't want to jinx it. So, um, and by the time this goes live, we'll know for certain because, like, we'll be getting ready to play it. Because I hope to play it at midnight. So, when it goes live, because I think it goes live midnight GMT, but it goes live at like 11 p.m. PST, I think. Like, I think it goes live midnight in every in your own time zone, which sucks. Oh, it doesn't matter. I'll I'll be asleep getting ready to go to work the next day anyway. Yeah, sure. You'll you'll be asleep. You'll be playing Dokken Battle. You'll be... Yeah, that's automated though. My body <laughs> just does that. That's true. <laughs> the next day I wake up, I'm like, why do I have seventy two hundred red coins? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> how much? Uh, how much I w- did I pull? <laughs> I wish I had that many coins. Uh, I wish I had something to spend those coins on. I wish I'd st- I wish I'd I wish I had enough coins to spend on the characters. I- well, I say that, but I could buy a, a Vegito or a Zamasu, but I don't really want to use either of them, so that's why I have the coins. Yeah, see, it's bad because, like, at this point, I would spend coins to get a dupe of you know the bottom right or the top left path, but I already have those paths unlocked, so it's not even worth it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> For the other two, no, it isn't. Yeah, so I'm just stuck with these fucking coins. 
Well, At least for another four months when Trunks comes back, and then I'll probably be able to pull on him since yeah. I never got him. <laughs> I think he comes back for the anniversary. So. Oh, okay. Um, but talking about anniversary, Gran Turismo 7 is about to become one of the best-selling Gran Turismo games of all time. Supposedly, it's closing the gap on Gran Turismo 3 A-Spec to become the highest-earning game in the franchise. Um, Gran Turismo 7 launched two years ago on the PS5. Um, um, so, yeah, supposedly it's about to reach the lifetime dollar sales of Gran Turismo 3, which was... I think that was PS1? I think Gran, Gran Turismo 3 was, was PS2. PS2. No, it was PS2. No, it was PS2. Okay. Yeah, Ghostbusters yeah, 1 and 2 was PS2, right? Uh, PS1, and then Ghostbusters 3 and 4 were PS2. Was 5? I know, because then we had... Sport. 5. Then we had... I'm thinking. Then we had Sport, and then it was 6, yeah. Or was it 6 yeah. and then Sport? I don't remember now. Uh, I think we've had two Gran Turismo games every console generation. Yeah. Two every console generation. Technically, yeah, two for every generation, yeah. Um, yeah. Sport was I, I, PS4. I think, I think 7 was PS4 as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah 7 was PS4. But 7 was PS4 and PS5. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was thinking of Prologue and HD Concept, which were PS3. Because um, remember, there was like the demo version of Gran Turismo that launched with the PS3, which was pretty good as well. That that had mm. da- uh, card physics, remember, damage and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Took them a long time to uh, get it. <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 6 on the PS3 had 1,247 cars. That's a lot of cars. Yeah? Uh, yeah. The real driving simulator, man. Yeah. Oh, but, uh, no, seriously, congratulations to them. Um I think Gran Turismo is the Sony's biggest selling franchise, isn't it? Um, I would say I so. I, I'm looking at the... I would just say so, yeah. Yeah, because last time I looked, it was the, the biggest moneymaker for them. Uh, overall, well, between all games. So, um, honestly, I didn't think much like we... A lot of people to this day don't believe the PS2 were to get surpassed in sales. Um, I didn't think Gran Turismo 3 will, will be beat in sales as well, because 3 was so huge. Um, but am I, it's getting close, uh, at this rate, it could potentially do it. Um, so yeah, that's pretty exciting to see. So congratulations to Pulfini Digital on, on that. If anyone um, wants to know, the sales of Gran Turismo 3 was 14.8 million sales. Damn, that's on the PS2. Nearly, that's like almost yeah, unheard of back then. Yeah, nearly <laughs> 15 million. PS1, uh, Gran Turismo 1 was 10, 10.8 million. Gran Turismo 2 was 9.3 million. Um, Gran Turismo 6 was the worst selling one, it seems, at 5 million. All the others have been double digits nearly. Well, except for Gran Turismo 2. Gran Turismo 2 was very close to double digits, but all of the others have been over double digits with like 11 and 12 million. Mm. That's lifetime sales, right? Yeah, lifetime sales for each one. So, yeah. I mean, Gran Turismo 1 and 2 could have more sales because they released them as PS1 Classics. <laughs> yeah. So those sales could have gone up. Wait. They could have. Yeah, either way. Good good on them. Uh for for those who believe that Gran Turismo is kind of a dying franchise for Sony. It's not. <laughs> it's still gonna be coming around. It's too big of a moneymaker. You know what should have been a, a moneymaker and the the they're selling car or game though? 
Drive Club. Drive Club should have been. Drive Club was so good. I feel bad. Drive Club I, I was miss Drive Club. Really good. Yeah. Um, the Drive Club is clearly a, a thing where Sony didn't want to have two simulating racers competing at the same time on their console. Made by them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah, Drive Club was great, but you know what? That doesn't mean they should have shut down the studio. They could have let him go and continue to do motorsport because that game was fucking great. I love motorsport. Um, very different racer to to Gran Turismo, you know. So it's a shame what happened there. Um, but Drive Club was very damn good, and it didn't deserve what it got, unfortunately. Uh, well, from good to bad. Um... Star Wars Battlefront Classic Collection has been announced. Yay! From good to bad. <laughs> yeah, good to bad because from what we're hearing, two of the ca- some of the extra stuff that's in the collection has just been stolen from a modder and not actually being made by the team at the company that made the this this bundle. Because um, um the the person that made the mod has come out saying that there's. Uh, there's graphical glitches with the mod that they're using, and there's an updated version that's been updated years later. But the company is using a very old version of the model, and that's why there's some graphical glitches with the character. So <laughs> the company, not only did they take someone else's work, they they didn't take. Um, this is the kit. From what we heard, it was Kit Fisto and Ash G Ventress. These are two modded characters on the PC version. Um, Again, this is allegedly, I don't know for certain, but supposedly from the modder. By the way, he said that if they had asked him for permission, he would, he, he was, he didn't happy that his stuff would have been included in the game. Like, but like, they didn't ask, supposedly he didn't ask him for permission and they included a version of the mod that wasn't even in date anymore and had been replaced by a better version. So that's not exactly the best spin for this video game. Also, from what I've heard, it won't be cross-play, which sucks. So, um, yeah. But Battlefront Classic Collection, Gary, thoughts? Yeah, um, it's exciting because, you know, people have loved the classic Battlefront, obviously more than they like the EA's take on it. Um, And bringing those games back should be a, a triumph and an exciting thing because, believe it or not, people are still playing those games on PC. They have a very healthy player base um and obviously is being kept alive by the community um and and seeing it coming now is like you said it should be a a good thing but if this ends up being true this is just another bad negative thing for aspire who are the guys making this game um and they've already come under fire for numerous things um the first was the fact that their port of Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic 2 uh, on the Nintendo Switch to this day is unbeatable because it has a glitch in the game uh, that deletes your saves. And they still haven't patched that in. And it's been almost two years since that game came out. So if you encounter the bug, you're pretty much fucked. <laughs> um so they've been under fire for that for a long time because it's still not fixed. Um, and obviously they're the ones that were supposed to be uh, remaking Knights of the Old Republic. They, that, that was announced by Sony at the State of Play. Um, and now 
who knows if that game's ever going to come out because last we heard that Aspire was pulled from the project because they just weren't doing a good job. Um, but here they are doing the Battlefront collection. Um, so I don't know if this is a good thing or not because this is a, ga- a company that is seemingly giving the fans what they've wanted for a long time, which is great, reviving these classic Star Wars games on modern consoles. But it doesn't seem like they're going about it a very good way. Um, so I'm excited. Um, but it's obviously a very unfriendly area to be in right now for people who should be excited, but probably won't be if these allegations end up being true. Yeah, it sucks. But hopefully people enjoy it when it comes out. And also, I my guess on the reason why it does so well on PC is because you can normally buy it for like £2 and it's really cheap and anyone can play it. So we'll see what happens when it comes out at, what, £30 when it releases, or $35, I think it is. Um, so at least they're not charging full price. I will give them that. I will give them that. Mm-hmm. Um, so the new demo for Fantasy Seven Rebirth went live recently. Um, you got to explore the Junon era area. Um, you got to play as a few characters. I had fun. It was. A, I'm not going to talk too much about it because spoiler reasons, I guess. But did you step into the demo at all, Gary? No, I decided I'm just going to wait for the final release. Um, the items okay. you get for completing the demo aren't really that, you know, special or anything like that. So it's not really that important. And uh, most of it I already played through my previews, so I won't be really experiencing anything new. That's fine. So. I had fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, I liked the crafting. I liked the, the the little boss fights. It was a good time. Did you enjoy um, playing as Red Thirteen? Uh, yes. Though it was difficult that to matters. fight that that boss <laughs> with Red Thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the best character for that. Uh, Which I think is great because it kind of forces you to use your entire party and find out who is really the I best can choice. Out the yeah, I, I do wish characters. that it, it went you. I wish it would let you switch party members uh, during the fight. Um, because if you go into the fight with like characters who aren't good in that fight, like you pretty much have to lose yeah. to switch party. I can work out how to switch the party in the demo because I just had Cloud, Aerith, and Red 13. I wanted to add Barrett, but I couldn't work out how. Yeah, it's not in the party menu. I think it's in the... Uh, uh, what's the first tab? I don't remember what the first tab is. The status? The party status menu? I think that's where you get the party member. Ah. It's really stupid. I know. (laughs) It's somewhere in there. It's just not in the party menu. Well, I I can work out. Um, Helldivers 2 patch. Another patch. They have raised the server cap once again so that now more people can play the game. Uh, They've also added a kick timer for those that just sit around AFK. Um... Because I knew a couple of people that booted the game up and then put their PS5 in rest mode and then would come back later on and they're still in the game um, because it wouldn't keep yeah, them out awesome. from rest mode. <laughs> um, I was one of those people because I got tired of waiting <laughs> 45 minutes to get into a game. <laughs> so me and Gary still need to join up sometime to play some Helldivers too, but nice to see they're continuing to add stuff to help fix the issues with the game. Um, thoughts on this? Yeah, I think last update the CEO gave is that they're uh, at 800,000, uh, the capacity. 
Uh, that's what they upped it to, and but they expected that to hit uh, max player count. I think today. So who knows if they're going to be expanding it again, which is just insane at this point. They keep adding more server capacity, and it just fills up in like a day or two. Um, so yeah, I mean it's great for them because they're seeing this insane success, and it's not like a success where. People are getting tired of waiting to get in, so they're like demanding refunds or anything. They're like pissed off at the studio or anything. None of that is happening. Like that's the that's the crazy thing is like they're still supporting it even though they can't even get in to play it, <laughs> which is crazy to think about. Really, um, I think any other studio would have just get, gotten eaten alive for something like this. Um, but the game was so goddamn fun. People don't care about waiting for long periods of time to play it, so that's pretty cool. Um, I know they're they're getting a lot of help from Sony now as well. Uh, a lot of the Sony engineers are helping them out, uh, so that's really good. Um, there, it seems that Sony at, at this point is one hundred percent backing them on everything they're trying to do with this game. Um, so that's really good to hear. You know, um, congratulations to Arrowhead Studios. Um, keep up the great work. Keep expanding the servers if you need to. Uh, and and Pentiment, Pentiment is now on <laughs> on PS5, and the PS5 version of Pentiment is slightly better than the Xbox version because it's actually running at 120 FPS. Yeah, uh, if you have which, the TV, uh, 120 hertz uh, TV that supports it, um, that's what yeah. it'll run at, which is interesting. Which, by the way, I was okay because I, I was going to say that this article is wrong because. From what I read originally was that it, it was triggering 120 hertz mode, but it was actually running at 60 frames in the 128 hertz shell. So it was making the TV think it was running at 120, but it was actually running at 60. But no, it seems from official testing and stuff like that, it is actually running at 120 FPS. So, Which, I mean, isn't that important for a game like this? No. <laughs> like, it's definitely not needed. Um, but it's still pretty cool that yeah. that it's doing that. And again, I guess another bad look for Microsoft that their own game runs better on the competitor's platform. Yeah. <laughs> That's been out for a year on their platform. So it's not like anything new going on. But yeah, supposedly it, it feels really good running 120 FPS. Um, um. So yeah, 120 FPS Pentiment. It's out now. You can buy it on PlayStation. By the way, I find it funny that all those um, they're like, oh, we want to bring Xbox games to more consoles to spread the awareness of Microsoft Gaming Studio. But none of the new Microsoft games that come out on um, PS5 have like a logo at all. So you don't know that they're um, Microsoft games in the PlayStation Store. They're just They're just games. Um, the games that are confirmed are Grounded, Pentiment, Hi-Fi Rush, and Sea of Thieves, which is everything that we kind of speculated in the past. Um, I, I, I might pick up Hi-Fi Rush um, out of all these. That's the one I'm excited for the most. Gary? Yeah. Um, Hi-Fi Rush is definitely uh, the highlight for me. Uh, I, I played the game on my Steam Deck, and it was awesome. So, yeah, it's, it's, it is a great game. Um, definitely look to picking it up mid-March. Um, 
but yeah, these four games uh, is essentially what the, the very first week of Microsoft games going multi-platform was, wasn't it? Um, there were some other ones included, but, you know, this is a talk for another time of what's real, what isn't. Um, but yeah, these were the, the, the four original games that, that were leaked uh, to becoming multi-platform. Um, but things have changed, right, Ben? Like, because they were all supposed to be yeah. coming out for PlayStation and the Switch, which isn't the case yeah. anymore. Um, Hi-Fi Rush and Sea of Thieves are only coming to PS5. They're not coming to the Switch anymore, whereas Grounded is, um, which is a live service game, so clearly the Switch is capable of it. Uh, but obviously Sea of Thieves is, you know, a little more technically uh, advanced or more powerful than Grounded is. So the Switch probably just can't run it. Um, Hi-Fi Rush, another one that you would think is perfect for the Switch, which it is. It's perfect for the Switch, but not coming to the Switch. Um, and obviously there's now rumors that they'll be coming to the Switch too, um, which is fine, you know. But yeah, out of those four, Hi-Fi Rush... Is definitely the one I'm most looking for. But don't get me wrong, Pentiment is is a very high class game with some of the best writing uh, you'll probably ever experience. <laughs> um, well, I won't say ever, but it's got a fantastic writing in it. Um, so I do recommend that game quite a bit. Uh, as far as the other two, they're they're service games, so I don't really care that much. Um, but we'll see how how they do. Uh, I don't think Grounded is going to do as big as um, people probably wanted to, but I think Sea of Thieves might actually be pretty successful on on PlayStation. So, which is kind of the nail in the coffin for Skull and Bones at this point. <laughs> which, by the way, yeah. I think I've read has less than a million players, including the free trial, which sucks because it's a good game. It is a good game. Um, you should give it the free trial a try if you want to. Um, but it sucks that you know that less than a million people are playing it as the the first quadruple A Ubisoft title. That's what Ubisoft calls it. Well, because it yeah. cost more money than they ever wanted to spend on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had to get through a loan from how the many years they had to. So yeah, and how many years it took to to get it finally released. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. Um. Xbox games coming to PlayStation confirmed. Uh, oh, I never played this, but I heard a lot of people enjoyed it. But there's going to be a remake, re- redoing of Epic Mickey. Yes. The Epic Mickey rebrushed, um, which is coming to the PS5 and PS4. Um, it was originally on the Wii, right? Because it had the Wii, re- Wii, Wii controls. Mm-hmm. Um but it's coming to the PS5, PS4, PC, Switch, and Xbox in 2024. Man, I still can't believe we're still getting PS4 games in 2024. I know that sounds weird, but like, when did the PS4 come out? Because it's got to be getting closer. Yeah, PS4 is now 11 years old. That's quite old for a console. So the fact that it's still getting support is pretty crazy. Thoughts on this and, you know, Epic Mickey. Yeah, Epic Mickey was great on the Wii. Um, I really enjoyed it. It utilized the the Wii remote, probably the best out of third-party studios. Um, uh, It it did a really good job with it. Uh, You would have thought that it was probably made by Nintendo. Uh, That's how good the controls were for that game and the the Wii controller. 
Um, so I'm actually really excited about this because obviously you can't play that game anymore unless you have a physical copy with uh, a Wii. Um, so yeah, it was a fun game. I'm really excited for it. Uh, it's also, I believe, one of the last games made by Warren Spector. Uh, for those who don't know who he is, um, pretty much the creator of Deus Ex and System Shock. Um, he's been around for a long time in, in the gaming world, very highly known, but I believe that was his last game. Let me confirm that. Okay, never mind. He, he, he did a couple other ones and he's got two more in development, but who knows if those are ever going to come out. But yeah, Epic Mickey, um, there was a sequel, Epic Mickey 2, uh, but it just wasn't as exciting because it required two people. Um, the second one did at least. But either way, very exciting. Um, definitely check it out if you never did. It's it's fantastic game. By the way, I don't know if we've got in our article on our site, but the Tales games have been released on PlayStation Plus as well. Um, uh, Tales of Arise, Tales of Symphonia, and Tales of Vesper. Uh, I haven't played any Tales games before, so I might jump in in the future. Uh, but I might take a small break from RPGs before, after Fantasy VII Rebirth, because I've gone from RPG to RPG to RPG. But yeah, I, I want to try the Tales games in the future. So yeah, they, they're being added to PlayStation Plus. Um, thoughts on this, Gary? Yeah, I mean, they, they we did cover it. It was announced for the, the PlayStation Plus lineup, um, premium lineup of games this month. Uh, but yeah, the Trails games... Um, been a fan for a long time though i i've kind of fallen out of the franchise uh with the last i think like four or five releases um but it's still fun uh the, these three are are very good symphonia uh well is an older game came out on the gamecube that was remade here in vesperia um if you never played it it launched exclusively on the xbox 360 um so then when they decided to remaster it uh the, for the first time, uh, North American and European players were able to play it outside of an Xbox. Um, that's what the 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 remaster there is, and obviously Tales of Arise, uh, the latest installment. So yeah, I mean, if you like action combat in in your RPGs, um, they're pretty good. I do recommend them. Those Symphonious controls can still be a little hard to get used to. Remember, it came out on GameCube. Ah, <laughs> uh, the GameCube. <laughs> Which, to be fair, I only really played Sonic Adventure Two. I didn't really play on the GameCube. Game games. Of, of all the games on the GameCube, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a GameCube to play games, guys. I bought a Nintendo <laughs> console to play Sonic games. <laughs> Sonic Adventure Two Battle on the GameCube that's and Sonic Heroes. Brilliant. <laughs> Freaking brilliant. <laughs> That, that, those are pretty much the only GameCube games I played. <laughs> you make me happy, Beth. <laughs> ah. Talk about games I've played that I'm, I used to be hyped for, but now I'm not that hyped for. Borderlands 4 has been teased by Lying Pitchford. I mean, Randy Pitchford. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Look, we haven't even announced anything yet. Clearly, we're working on something, and I know we're working on, holy shit, it's the greatest thing we've ever done. And I can't wait, but it's not time yet. It's not time yet. There will be time. Um, After the last Borderlands... Well, okay, after Borderlands 3, because 
I actually like Tiny Tina Wonderland. But Botlands 3 wasn't that good. I'm sorry, Randy. It was not that good. Not compared to 1 and 2. Um, so, I will see how, what you do with 4. Um, I know you don't like the guy, but thoughts on this? <laughs> um, just because I don't like him doesn't mean I hate the studio that he runs, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, um, like you, I, I didn't really care for Borderlands 3. Um, I didn't care for Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Um, I, I feel like Borderlands 4 is just going to be a massive open world Borderlands at this point. Um, like, more so than any of these other games. Um, just huge, huge open world four-player co-op or maybe even more. I'm pretty sure they're going to make it a games as a service. I wouldn't be surprised if it becomes a, a games as a service. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, they have a movie coming out. Uh, the trailer just came out for that. So he said that it's oh, going to yes. be the beginning Guardians of, of the Borderlands. Movie. Yeah, he's calling it that this is going to be the first movie of a expanded cinematic universe, which will probably include Borderlands 4 in the game as part of that universe as well. So, ugh. Guardians of the Borderlands, because it's, it was very much Guardians of the Galaxy, but with the Borderlands crew. Well, what did you expect? At this point, any movie that has a team of more than four people is going to be compared to Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, <laughs> you may as well just... That, that's really what it's going to be now. It doesn't matter what it is. Like, that's I mean, gonna I'm going to go watch it because of Jack Black and I, I, you know, Mad Moxie's in it, so I have to go watch it because of that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, so. we'll see. Like the the cast looks great. Um, even though I thought Kevin Hart looked like uh, Fifty Cent when I first saw the, the poster, <laughs> I was like, "Is that Fifty Cent?" <laughs> yes, Kevin Hart. He looks like Fifty Cent. Um, but yeah, I mean, the cast is there. Uh, you know, they they obviously have some heavy heavy names there: Kate Blanchett, um, Jack Bike, like you mentioned. Um, yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how the movie is. I. I I don't want to be excited for it because I know Randy Pitchford is heavily involved in the making of the movie, and I'm just saying, don't touch it. Don't ruin it. <laughs> I just don't know. Tiny Tina in it is a bit weird to me. Like, she was a child in the in those games, and the fact that they've, they've had to age her up, of course, because, you know, you can't have a child in the movie. just feels weird. It just it looks weird. <laughs> I, I didn't, it took me ages to realize that was Tiny Tina. Like, I thought it was just someone with bunny ears. Like, yeah. Like, even in the description of the movie, it says uh, a feral preteen demolition. She's that is not preteen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, Borderlands Four. I mean, it's kind of predictable. Like they don't really have anything else that they know how to make. <laughs> so they're gonna stick to to what's making them money. Uh, but I, I I firmly believe that. Borderlands 4, I think, is going to be the final Borderlands as we know it. Because I think people are, are not going to get behind it anymore. So, is there anything you want to talk about where we start? And that's a short episode, but there really wasn't much um, to talk about. Sure. I think we can bring up, you know, I know it's not big news for you, but it's huge news for a lot of people. And uh, the, the Elden Ring Shadow of the Earth Tree uh, expansion um, finally got a release date with the gameplay trailer. Um, you're releasing June 21st. So, 
everybody making games just don't even release your game between June and July. Just just don't do it. <laughs> Nobody's gonna buy your game because this is what they're gonna be playing. Um, it looks exciting. Um, I enjoyed my time with Elden Ring. Um, they also announced the collector's edition, which is ridiculously two hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> Two hundred fifty nine ninety nine, I should say. So two hundred sixty dollars uh, for this collector's edition, which, by the way, um, doesn't come with Elden Ring. It only comes with a code to the expansion. So you still have to have the original game if you're buying this collector's edition. Well, so you pretty much have to make two purchases: um, the original game and this. If you're going for this collector's edition. Um, no physical release on that code edition, just a code. Um, so yeah. Um, also, you can buy the helmet for one hundred eighty-nine dollars. Oh, there's two quarters editions. There's the, the the helmet of the empire. Empire. No, you don't get anything with the game. It's, you can just buy the helmet for one hundred eighty-nine. Oh <laughs> Thanks. I'm, I'm looking. I, I I Google. I googled it. And yeah, you, you you can buy Elden Ring, Shadows of Eltree, Helmet of the Mesmera, Mesmira, the Impaler for one hundred eighty nine dollars. Yeah. Um, doesn't come with any game or the expansion. It's just a collectible item and it contains no game. Oh, there's only yeah, nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of them being made. That's why. Uh, here's the other thing that bothers me with this: is they are releasing the Game of the Year edition of Elden Ring, which includes shadow of the earth tree uh for yeah. full price it's gonna be a full price release my problem with this is the cover the box art cover is exactly the same as elden ring like nothing about it has changed it just has a tiny sticker that says includes earth tree expansion <laughs> <laughs> so if you're not paying attention you're gonna just buy the regular version thinking you're buying this shit for full price and no, I'm looking at the we're, box, we're... unless it's a different box. I'm looking at the box right now. It says it has a little red sticker at the top that says, uh, "Let's see if I have to I have to put my date." It's Shadow of the Old Tree Edition includes expansion. Shadow of the Old Tree. Yeah, it's just a little red circle, right? But the cover art is exactly the same as the original. No, game. there's a little red line. Could have. There's a little red line. There's as a well. red line. A red line, Ben. God damn it! Look, look. I'm gonna throw see, something look. at you. No, there's a little red line at the top. Oh my god, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> there's a little red line that says it's that edition, and there's a little sticker. There's two things. There's two, two <sighs> things, Gary. They could have changed the box art. That's it. They should have just changed the goddamn <laughs> box art. Goddamn. They oh, have a they new splash art added... image. They, they have a splash art image of the collector's edition looking thing where the code comes in. Just use that as the box art, for God's sakes! <laughs> oh, to pre-order to ring the ring of Michaela bonus gesture, pre-order to get that. Somebody. When does this come out? June. If okay, if Final Fantasy fourteen Dawn Trail isn't out by June, I'll but I'll play Elden Ring on stream. Oh, you should have fun. Did you just start playing Elden Ring and gave up in like the first twenty minutes? No, I thought you did. Are you sure? No, I played for a bit of Demon Souls. Um, I've never played Elden Ring. I've never stepped into yeah. Elden Ring. Okay, that's a lie. I've stepped. I was in in, in the closed beta of Elden <laughs> Ring. 
and I I enjoyed it, but I I know I haven't actually bought the game, nor have I stepped into it, apart from the the beta. So yeah, no, that's not me, Gary. You're thinking right. of someone else. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's um, no, also, also there's no current plans for a sequel or a second expansion for Elden Ring. Mm. Yeah, the other thing I wanted to also add is um, From Software is now the sole owner of the Elden Ring franchise. Um, obviously, the game was published by Bandai Namco, and they had co-ownership. Or I think they actually own the rights to the name. But thanks to Epic Games and Sony, uh, believe it or not, uh, From Software was able to get the license of the Elden Ring name, I guess, uh, for themselves. So it is their franchise, which is funny because Sony isn't giving them the Bloodborne and the Demon Souls franchise. <laughs> Just the Elden Ring one. Um, and obviously Dark Souls is still owned by Bandai Namco, so they do not own that. And I think Sekiro is owned by... No, it's owned by From Software. I thought at first it was owned by Activision, but no, From Software owns Sekiro. There's that. Okay, well, there's not many things to review on Metacritic this week, but we do have some stuff to talk about before Metacritic. For one thing, I'm just going to say Star Wars and Johan have no review scores. So we'll keep an eye on that. They have no review scores on Metacritic, even though Johan looks amazing. Neither of these have review scores. Um, So, top selling, top rated Final Fantasy games of all time ever, Gary. Of of all time. All all of the, the, the top rated Final Fantasy games of all time. You know what? There's 10. And we're not going to count Rebirth right now. I want you to guess a couple of them before I go through down through the list. What do you think of what is I in the top? Think are the top yeah. rated Final in... Fantasy? Yeah, yeah. What do you think is in the top? Like, 10? How how many do I get? Top I three, mean, top five. You can guess up to the top ten. Like oh, you don't have to guess oh. what number they are in. Just like give me one you think is in it. Final Fantasy you don't have to jump. Well, yeah, that wins. Well done. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah. That's number Final one. Nine. Yeah, number one is Final Fantasy Nine. I thought Final Fantasy Ten was number one. Holy shit! Now, Final Fantasy Nine is number one at ninety-four. Oh wow! Yeah, there you go. Alrighty then. Interesting. Well, hold on. Where is Ten at then? Number four at ninety-two. Hold on. Yeah. What's between then? If that's number four, what seven? No. <laughs> Seven is also ninety-two at three. <laughs> now what the hell and is I number guess, two? Well, what do you think you'll be playing on Wednesday, Gary? Oh, Rebirth. Okay, <laughs> Rebirth. <laughs> I Which, thought you said we're not counting time... Rebirth. That's why I was confused. Yeah, but this, <laughs> yeah, that would still be two because that would, yeah, seven is two. Final Fantasy so seven Final is Fantasy ninety-two. Nine is the highest rated Final Fantasy of all time. Yeah, yeah, highest rated. The Final one Fantasy Final of all time. Fantasy. That people didn't like from the PS1 era, the one that they said it's the weakest of the three. Yeah, is the it's number the one rated read. Final Fantasy. That's yeah. fun, that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and ten, yeah. the most heralded Final Fantasy of all time, isn't even in the top five. It's the average. The top three. No, it's in the top. It, I would say that the top in five the top are three, the same right. score. No, I would say the top five are the. In fact, that basically all the same score. You might as well just have the Final Fantasy. Rank two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight are all drawn, and that's not the fantasy games, that's just like you know, because seven is t- 92, 10 is 92, six is 
What what do you think six is? Ninety two. Um, Ninety two. Yeah. Twelve is ninety two. Fourteen Endwalker is mm, ninety two. Final Fantasy eight is ninety two. <laughs> so, and uh, since this article, Final Fantasy seven Rebirth is now ninety two. So, um, ninety two seems to be the sweet spot for Final Fantasy games. Um, and then it drops down to 90 for Shadowbringers. And then the one that shocked me and I didn't think would be here was Chronicles. Final Fantasy Chronicles, which is 89. Well, that's because that had Final Fantasy 4 and Chrono Trigger in it. <laughs> I know it wasn't ah, even okay. Final Fantasy. Interesting. So, so what is all this headlines I keep seeing that Rebirth is only the second Final Fantasy game to crag the 90s on Metacritic? So obviously, that's not true. Almost all of them are in the 90s. Yeah, almost all of them kind of bullshit headlines <laughs> are people writing <laughs> so even the mmos are cracking 90 with shadowbringers and endwalker being 1992 respectively so um fun fact for anyone that doesn't know fantasy 9 also had a multiplayer mode you could play with a friend mm-hmm. that people d- didn't know you could do uh so there you go uh, so yeah that you you won gary anyway you you won <laughs> the scores went Gary 90, I, Alfonso 88, <laughs> and I 85 for the Metacritic game. You, you won a point. That's wild. I mean, I knew 9 was rated high. I didn't know it was the highest rated Final Fantasy. Yeah. Damn. It's the best it Final Fantasy. I didn't want to say 10 because I thought it would be an obvious answer. <laughs> no. 10, wow. 10 was 92. And again, as I said, this article is out of date because Rebirth is now 92. When this article went live um, on the twenty third, it was ninety three, but now it's it's dropped down a point, which is it, oh. it's still oh, so, a good so somebody gave the game an eight point five instead of a nine, and it dropped it a whole point, right? I I don't I don't know. I didn't check. <laughs> Such a dumb system. Metacritic is so broken, man. Uh, let's see. Let's see what the worst review for Rebirth is. Um, by the way, yeah, it has a hundred and something reviews. 124 reviews and it's sitting at 92 which means that's good okay so we've got uh 100 from them 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 100 10 out of 10 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 oh my god so many tens out of tens uh including sites i've never even heard of before like like some of these some of these sites i've never heard of before uh, there's us places universe at 9.5 by the wonderful tim go check out the article big shout out to tim for doing that review tim is wonderful we should get him back on sometime uh, uh, okay so eight, eight out of ten from juice at two and you're a game of germany seems to be the lowest there's eight? a few eight out of tens yeah eights you're a gamer gave an eight out of ten push square Ooh, Gamer Escape gave 8 out of 10. Yeah, there's a few 8 out of 10s. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. There's 14 8 out of 10s. So there you go. Not even 8.5s, Gary, an 8. <laughs> well, should we say an 80 out of 100, which is an 8 out of 10? Like, I- I'm converting it from the the double digits to the single digits because that's how I prefer our... 
I would go to Gamers. Ah, their, their site loaded. For some reason, their site doesn't always load for me. Um, so yeah, eight out of ten. For so I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, it's this Wednesday. I'll be playing. Well, this Thursday, right? Because it's leap day. Yeah. Um, so as we wrap this show up, Gary, shout outs and how can they find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Gagalush. That's G A G L A U S H. Shout out to you, Ben. Thanks for having me on today. It's always fun. Shout out to Alfonso. Hope everything's okay in the New York City. Um, shout out to all the listeners out there. Thank you for listening. Uh-huh. Shout out to the YouTuber I watched earlier who ate an entire week of just Wendy's. That was cool. Um, yeah, I'm sure his arteries so- agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all he ate for the whole week was a, a Wendy's meal a day. That's all he had would eat. Um, no, he did some healthy stuff. He did like a chicken wrap and uh, a chicken sandwich and um, nothing else was healthy though. <laughs> but no, shout out to anyone that listens. Thank you all. Uh, thank you to anyone that has um, subscribed, liked and left a comment. Uh, we'll be back next week with more PlayStation stuff and the anime cast will hopefully be back next week. Fingers crossed, touch wood. Um, as long as nothing happens between now and then. Like, we get addicted to rebirth and we forget what time it is or where we are or who we are. But I promise that won't happen, probably, maybe. So until then, stay safe, everyone, and enjoy the rest of the week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye.